Hello, everyone. We are back with another episode of the Unfinished Podcast, and this week we are going to talk about environments and how that affects our feelings, our moods, and those type of things. And this is, I would say, well, this is definitely definitely going to get added to our playlist on YouTube of environments <laughs> because we've done kind of a series related to this topic already. But this one is specifically related to our feelings, right? It's about how our mood and stuff like that gets、uh, affected by the environments that we're in, right? Some of the other ones we talked about is specific, right? So we've done, I think, urban forestry is a part of this. I've also talked about urban planning, and I think we've done other episodes. I don't even know on what exactly, but it also touches on the environments that we're in. So this one is very much related to our emotions, our feelings, and I think some stuff might be an overlap. But overall, this type of focus is something new. So thank you for the suggestion, Raymond. And since you're the one who suggested this topic, why don't you、uh, start off by telling us what made you wanna talk about it? All right, guys. Let's let's dive into our feelings and our emotions and how it's impacted by the environment. So, I noticed this drastically recently.、Mm. Um, you know, you know.、Uh, I I realize. Well, I've always known this, but up till recently, I never really gave it too much thought.、Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah. So as of lately, I've been mainly doing a lot of my assignments, my schoolwork, everything, either at school. Even the school is not as helpful, but I've been doing it at cafes with.、Mm-hmm. Um, there's this cafe that I love. It's in Hamilton. It's you know right beside the street. It's like a nice outing. Like, it's like a nice little village、um, area. Well, that's what like you call it. It's like a nice little.、Um, it's almost like a touristy place, but it's beside like it's got nice big windows. You know, the sunlight, whatever you see right outside if you look,、um, just the side. It's facing, I guess. There's so many little、um, things. It's like it's right beside the street. It's got big windows. You can see outside of it if you look out of them. Hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, listen! He's, he's stating facts. Amen,、okay. amen. You know, for for、it、all our、uh, blind viewers out there, man, you gotta you gotta imagine it. You、it's、know, facts, facts. Accessibility,、um, bro. This is huge. Exactly,、right? exactly. You know, I I am out here trying to exclude anyone from listening. All I'm、um, saying is, some cafes or some places in general are not right on the street. You know, they're inside this building. That's true. And, that's、uh, true. You that's know, true. maybe inside a mall.、Right? Yeah. And they don't all have these windows. And you、no. know, what? sometimes even with、true. the windows, you look out, you don't even see much. Have they ever just been building the street? Have they ever been by the street without windows? Now, that's pretty rare. Yeah, they have. There's also this other one I go to where it's a garage door. They open it up. Oh, oh, that's not bad.、Perfect. That's that's fun. I like that. Yeah, it's an indoor yeah. outdoor.、Um, what do you call that concept? I know that because I、uh-huh. watch、uh, real estate videos on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, love they, those houses. They love calling stuff concepts. It's a, <laughs> a buzzword、yeah. in the industry.、It's, oh yeah, it's pretty pretty funny. Anything <laughs> could be a concept. Yeah.、Um, <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, you know, uh, the cafe's got really nice vibes to it. The lighting, oh, the lighting, mm-hmm. so it's warm. It's it's very welcoming, right? Um, literally, like half the cafe is just like windows, so you get a lot of natural lighting mixed in with the warm, like yellowish light. So it's just a really welcoming environment, especially for students. It's right by McMaster. Um, it's close to McMaster. I wouldn't say mm. right by, but basically, it's it's in a nice, quiet neighborhood. Also, there's outlets everywhere so you know they encourage people to do work there right so like you you also kind of like see like maybe they've built the place really for you know students to study because there's a lot of students in the area right so Mm -hmm. housing everything so it's just generally really nice and it's really comforting you know like the you know when tables like when tables have like those legs are just you can't sit right up close to do work because oh, like yeah, space yeah, yeah. is a thing way, yeah exactly nah they thought about it minimalistic just a pull a nice pull at that man it's nice and um and the uh the bottom is just like a square like heavy metal plating but it's, oh yeah i know yeah, those but tables it's, yeah it's really nice to do work on and you know it's wood finish on top it sounds like I'm trying to sell this cafe to you guys, but <laughs> it's it's nice. Man. It sounds pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I realized my uh my productivity altogether went like shot up as soon mm-hmm. as I go there. I I you know I zone in. Sometimes I even forget to put on my earbuds. That's how that's how nice it is. It's oh, wow. not even that quiet though, because there's there's people all the time. You know, you got students working on their assignments, students with other, like, friends, friend groups, mm-hmm. or, like, families. Even families eat there. You know, yeah. it is. It's nice. So, I realized, I'm like, hey, man, like, if I sit down at home, give me, like, 20 minutes, I probably have nothing done. But, like, Oof. I go there because it forces you to, like, you know, be in an environment where you're not as comfortable with, right? Like, Let's say like comfortable. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start gaming in a cafe. Oh, That's okay. kind of weird. Yeah. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm not just gonna sit there and watch YouTube videos, right? Yeah. I'm there to do work. So like it helps with the mindset as well. Um, yeah. It kind of forces you, puts you in a position where it you you're basically saying to yourself, "All right, I'm here to do work. Let's just do some work." You know? Yeah. Um, I totally get that. Yeah, but it's really nice. It helps you focus. You know, a good environment um, for work is, you know, whatever you really prefer, whatever you're comfortable with, but like not too comforting where it gives you the sense of, I guess, like, I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? Like when you're comfortable, I, I, yeah. but yeah, I like think publicly. Uh, yeah. What you're we're describing is like an environment where you almost just kind of want to sleep right environment Mm. where you just don't really want to actually be doing anything right Mm. so it's a different type of comfort Mm -hmm. um like for me i think one of the things i relate to the most in what you just said is how in cafes that a lot of the times you don't even want to put on earbuds or headphones right the cafe background noise with people ordering with with them coffee machines happening with mm-hmm. uh other people having little chats 
just uh, maybe a little bit of a sipping noise, maybe a little bit of a crumbling, maybe a little bit of biting, you know, you have a... <laughs> What? You want to buy some muffin? That little little crunch, like like eating. Yeah, uh, you a mean, crunch like muffin. An ASM, did this dude have no, a full no, ASMR not, experience? Like the muffin <laughs> itself. <laughs> Actually, like, a little like, bit. Like I, I was really open to like the, the sipping, and then it's no, just no. The sipping part is just it's the part where he says like biting. Like I as I I guess it's just like a weird way of describing like eating. Like I'm just picturing people biting other people. No, <laughs> <laughs> not, what not. cafes are you going to, Poor bro? Game, bro. Damn. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, just I'm fighting. Eating. Yes, eating. But when, when, what, what's what's the action you're actually doing when you're eating? Right. Chomping. Okay, that's the other way to describe it. I don't know how much better that is, but yeah, you, you get what I mean. But that type of uh, quote-unquote brown noise, right? Mm. That type of very natural cafe background noise, it's very nice for uh, helping me focus. And overall, the, the environment, like that type of environment, the cafe environment, something I have already talked about that I enjoy just a lot. I love going there to chill. It's a nice place to get some reading done, to get some thinking done to get some writing done. And um, I yeah, in terms of productivity, it's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think I think that part of what you're saying is also very much relatable to me. And as someone who loves to always have some type of beverage, it's a great place because it's uh, right there. It's right there. And it's uh, good stuff, man. You could get some real good stuff depending on which mm-hmm. cafes you go to. And for me, even just like a Starbucks, it's like not bad just because the environment, you know, they kind of have a vibe happening. Like they always, obviously some Starbucks are not going to be as nice, but all of the newer ones, larger ones mm. are, are, you know, mm-hmm. set up pretty nice and pretty consistent. So I like how no matter where I am, uh, at least in Canada, I could just find a nice Starbucks and that's going to work well. And in terms of drinks, you know, that's consistent, it's reliable it, and they have some good options. So yeah, even just uh, a nice local Starbucks could get some, uh, you could, you know, really use it to your advantage. But yeah, some of the other cafes are out there with their specific, specific vibes. Uh, you know, back home we have Islands Cafe. They can they're going for yes, like a, well, the islands like Hawaii, that type of uh, vibe, right? So they have mm-hmm. like kind of brighter wooden tones to their uh, furniture, and they have the the leaves obviously happening. They have some you know uh, white and chill kind of uh, beach furniture type. You know, you talk about real estate. You know, that's something to talk about as well. A lot of like, oh, for this, uh, for this building as it's uh, on the coast, we really made it more of a beach vibe with a white interior design. <laughs> yeah. Um, I only bring this up because not only because you said it, but also because the environment, right? When we're talking about mm-hmm. interior design. That's a huge part huge. of the environment. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, depending on what you're into, there are, are nice cafes out there that's uh, really going <laughs> to make you uh, uh, enjoy the experience even more. But for me, even just like a nice Starbucks works well. 
Mm. How about you, Lawrence? Any relatable experience like that? Mm. Well, I suppose I have noticed that I get a lot more work done when I study at school as opposed to at home. Because mm-hmm. it just doesn't happen when I'm at home as opposed to when I'm out in public. Uh, uh, similar, it's like I'm not going to start uh, you know, gaming when I'm out there. I mean, I don't have my PC with me, so that's kind of a big reason. I'm sure if I did somehow bring my PC with me, I'd find some way to play on it. But that's besides the point. I think the other um, huge things that you're not just going to start masturbating. I, <laughs> hey, 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 yo, what the fuck? Yo, hey, you, don't you're the, me, bro. you don't know me, bro. You're the one <laughs> usually bring this up. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> yo, what's in your backpack? What's in your backpack? <laughs> bro, I guess that is also true, yeah. Um, that would be maladaptive of me. I have to say that would not go down very well. Um, yeah, it's kind of the biggest one. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of like how the environments impact me is fucking transit, bro. So mm. cancerous, bro. Holy moly. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with like just the temperature and just everything else. Cause I'll be on the bus and it'll be a super nice day outside, but sometimes on that bus, it just feels like the worst experience ever. I don't know how to describe it. Like there's nothing particularly uncomfortable about the seats, but it's just like, okay. They say it's air conditioned. That shit is not air conditioned, mm. bro. At all, bro. It's so stuffy in there. That's why you gotta get a 351, man. Honestly, they turn bro. it up so yeah, much dude. that even during the hottest days on the summer, you it's want like cold, to bring bro. a little jacket. Yeah, dude, it's wild. <laughs> no, but it'll get to the point where I'm I'm starting to feel like a general sense of malaise, and it's very unpleasant, mm. very unpleasant. Yeah. Until I hop out of the bus, and I'm like, whoa, fresh air. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! And you just feel way better instantly. Just as soon as like, as soon as I step out different mm-hmm. world it's um, yeah it makes and that you just kind of it. a lot of other stuff yeah mm-hmm. but like even in my house um especially when it's either like super cold or super hot outside uh my room might be um unbearable temperature because of my pc heating up the room <laughs> and then i'll be like dude this is terrible what is going on and then i go downstairs and I'm like oh i'm kind of chilly down here actually dang okay this is, mm. it's kind of nice way better than my room uh things of those sorts Okay. Yeah. I mean, with the school thing, I would say that it was uh, quite unfortunate that you missed the campus life episode where we really went into the school environment and uh, the different things you could get out of it. Right. So definitely uh, a lot. Well, I guess maybe not every school has Raymond and I uh, found out from our discussions, but if your school has a nice campus with some nice buildings that have some nice study spaces in them, um, they could be great for getting work done. Dude, and also guy. on campus, SFU, sometimes bro. they have a cafe, sometimes they have like little restaurants, little patios, little balconies, and all of those places can be very nice, uh, especially for getting some reading done, right? Uh, some of those places might not be the best for everyone in terms of actually doing something a little bit more active, but in terms of getting reading done, we're getting studying done. Those places are pretty much great for most people. But um, something more indoor, like those uh, nice study spaces. Dude. <laughs> I would God, for actually mean, getting writing and stuff done. Nut if you went to SFU. I, I'm, I don't know why I do it, but I intentionally go to the worst place to study on campus. When I do my study on campus, I go to this place called the Rotunda, which is like ancient. It's been around for forever. The outlets don't work anymore. Uh, the tables are an awkward distance from the seats. Um, the Wi-Fi doesn't reach there. So you're just on data the whole time. 
it's literally the worst place on campus you could possibly pick to study, but I don't know why I just go there. But we have like a whole building dedicated to the students. It's called the Student Union Building. And it's, dude, the study space is crazy. Like, well, you have like a area that's right beside the cafeteria with a bunch of tables, bunch of chairs, all very nice. Um, on the stairway, heading up to it, they've kind of, they have little platforms that are just sort of laid out. And they're the perfect size for studying. And that's what it's basically oh. designed for. So uh-huh. as you're walking up the stairs, you'll have people studying like on like massive platforms on the side of the stairs. And then if you walk in, there's like, they even have little cubbies for studying where you can literally just sit inside and like study or like read a book or something mm-hmm. indoors. Um, it's like literally in the wall. You just pop into the cubby out and like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. wild. You got to take advantage of some of those things, man. I'll mm-hmm. keep going to the rotunda. But above the rotunda, they renovated it. And it's like, oh, dude, you you nut over that, bro. It's like, you remember that? Uh, you remember by Three Dogs Brewing Company, whatever it's called? Mm-hmm. You know that big chair that's kind of out by the water thing? By, yeah. Out by the water feature that yeah. you're laying on? We, they uh-huh. have like those, and it's on top of that, and it's like facing out from the mountain. Oh, those are mainland. nice. Damn. Dude, it's crazy yeah. nice. Yeah, it's super nice up there. Um. Yeah, that's if you go to crazy. Yeah. Not that I use any of it. I still go to the rotunda. Again, like I said, worst yeah. place. Very questionable yeah. decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, that's also the thing, though. Like, it's it really depends on the person, too, right? Like, I know some people who, who do incredible work, like, in their rooms, like at their house mm. or the apartment they're living in and i'm like dude like how like <laughs> I, like i would not be able to do that like that's crazy yeah. um so like it really depends and hey if you like a rundown uh hut you know uh with <laughs> awkward chair and table positioning that's that's all you man that's all you <laughs> Yeah, but uh, to me, yeah, it sounds pretty. It sounds pretty sick. Like especially the views you could get too, depending on, like yeah. where you are on the campus. Like I, that would, that would be killer. That would be pretty nice. Especially yeah. like on like a nice gloomy, like a dark gray, like rainy day. That would be oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, kind of jealous, man. And um, also, bro, you can't forget. I mean, it's, it's a little polarizing, but the architecture at SFU has been criticized for looking a little bit like a prison sometimes, but I quite enjoy mm. it personally. I think it's quite nice. <laughs> my, my half the buildings of my campus was designed by a prison architect. Dude, I think it might be the same guy. Yeah. Bro, yeah. dude, like, yeah, because there's this massive building where like literally half, it, it's basically half the school. And yeah, it's literally half the school. Uh, or majority if you don't count the residencies and everything dude holy fuck you have people like literally lost in there dude i swear i spent like this guy yeah same guy bro i have to dude the fucking aq is unbelievable when you're first year student you're like where the fuck is this literally it's literally like bro like my first year like I ha- I spent thirty minutes trying to find a way out of the building. That shouldn't be that hard, dude. Yeah, uh, finding a way rough. out, dude. I <laughs> I I managed to find myself in this like 
in this like I, I see a door right like after mm. like 20 minutes i'm like oh finally i see a door it it leads to the outside i go in it's it's this like this like water and pond area it's literally just a and fucking courtyard. pond i swear the same guy must have designed this literally literally in the middle of the building it's like why <laughs> there's no chairs there's no room to do anything you can't even walk all you got all you can do is basically open the door take a step and that's all you could do there's no space why is it there and oh, I, I was like bro now i gotta now i gotta go back in it and you know start over it's crazy that's right. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the other thing that you're talking about, Lorenzo, that I want to touch on that's going to take us a little bit away from the thing we've been talking about so far. And that's kind of a study space, a productivity space, a place that allows you to, you know, get some work done and then that type of thing. Right. But there's a bunch of other feelings, a lot of other uh, things you might want to do and you want to find the right place to do them at. Right. Places that you will get more out of. So. Uh, I would definitely want to get more into that. And the thing I wanted to comment on is what you're talking about, like with the transit thing, right? So certain mm-hmm. places are uncomfortable. Certain places are just nice, not nice to be in, right? And I feel like for me, overcrowded kind of places are always places I don't enjoy being at. Mm, yeah. I would say that's a huge factor in terms of, uh, you know, how how environment makes me feel. I just don't like being in those type of places. And yeah. Yeah, so I guess we could start off there with some stuff we don't like before we get into some of the stuff we really do like. Yeah, I feel like that's generally true for me as well with mm-hmm. some notable exceptions. Like if I'm going somewhere like – and obviously like it's kind of like a bell curve or a U-shaped curve where it's like in certain environments having too few people is – not nice having just the right amount of people where it's like something I would consider crowded is nice. But then if you have way too many people and you can't even walk, then it's not nice. So like somewhere like the night market. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to go to the night market if it's dead and it's just like, you know, okay. Yeah. But if it's so crowded that I can't walk through it comfortably, then that's pretty bad. Yeah. But generally I agree. Yeah, Crowded it's like some places nice. you need a certain amount of energy and just kind of people, uh, some life, you know, yeah. different want some mm-hmm. uh, life happening there to really give it the type of energy that, that, that creates the vibe that you're familiar with, right, uh, for that place. And mm-hmm. if you just don't have enough people, then it, that just doesn't happen. And I think that's one of the reasons why uh, when the pandemic just happened, there were a lot of photos that were out there of certain places and it just feels so wrong. It just feels yeah, so weird, weird because you're just so used to people actually being there, doing things, living their life and everything. And if it's videos, you're used to some of those noises and stuff like that. But then when they're not there, the whole vibe changes, right? The energy mm-hmm. completely different and it just feels off. Right. So I I definitely know what you mean. But yeah, overcrowded when there's too much people, regardless of the vibe, like uh, there's just something else that kind of happens. A bit, bro, you know, get me out of here. I don't I don't want to be here. Why is this? Yeah, I feel like it's when it when starts like, I guess, interfering with your own personal space. Right. Like a crowded event, I'd say like. Like some, like 
I do agree with what Lorenzo said. I also don't really like extremely crowded places or like a lot of people in general. But like mm-hmm. going to like a concert, you expect a lot of people. Going to a bar, mm-hmm. you expect a lot of people, right? But like you don't expect like so much where you can't really move because that kind of mm-hmm. defeats the purpose, right? So the purpose is to have people, but not too many people. So like I'd say that's like my example of like what Lorenzo was saying. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't know. Like I definitely don't mind people. Um, but depending, I guess like it has a lot to do with what I'm trying to achieve. Right. So like my goals, if I'm going to, if I'm going for like a nice quiet, like walk or whatever, I don't want, I don't want people to be yelling or group of kids like Mm -hmm. running and like shouting and like random stuff. Right. Yeah, it's about like your I guess like your own state of mind and like what you imagine it your expectations for it I guess uh-huh. uh, and what you want out of it almost yeah yeah, yeah. for sure exactly mm-hmm. yeah and that's why you know it's important to think about your your environment it's like what, what do I you know what am I trying to do here right like the purpose that you're talking about so yeah you think about okay that's what I'm trying to do. So I want to find the right environment for it to make that experience better, to make it easier. Right. Um, so yeah, that's absolutely, um, well, it's just a huge truth that, that, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you brought up because that kind of reminds me of in the summer, right. Lorenzo and I even did this once, uh, other times I would go by myself, but you know, just being out, in a nice park on a nice day on the grass, put out a blanket and just uh, be in there. It's a very pleasant experience. And if you want to, you know, take out a book, do some reading, that is very nice. If you want to just lie there, you know, just take in some sun, it's also very nice. And what I think adds to that experience even more is just, uh, you know, a little, a little wine or something like that. Very pleasant. If you want to do an actual picnic there as well, also fantastic and if you're there with a you know you know with your friend with a date with a a group of friends great for having conversations and the background noise other people doing similar things the the background kind of visuals of people walking by of uh, just various things kind of happening in the distance because it is you know like a public park that's just a very pleasant experience and it's stuff like that that are honestly just huge for me because mm-hmm. those are kind of uh, experiences I want to have in my in my free time right and uh, yeah it's so important to me that that's kind of what I think about when I'm looking at, you know, my career and, and like my job and the stuff like that. It's like, Hey, if I work in this, I would, you know, I wouldn't be able to find a job realistically in a, in a kind of neighborhood that will allow me to do something like that in my free time. Or like, okay, if I do this, then the hours are going to be weird. Then how am I supposed to really do stuff like that in my free time. I wouldn't be able to be in those type of environments, right? And mm-hmm. uh, on the topic of em- environments that, you know, I, I really don't like, I was never interested in becoming a doctor because I absolutely despise the hospital 
clinic type of uh, environment. I don't want to be there in any capacity. I don't want to be working there. I don't want to be a patient there. I don't really want to, you know, just go into those type of places in general. They're very uncomfortable for me. Uh, they're just not pleasant. So uh, places that, you know, you get a lot out of and places that you just really don't like. Uh, like, you know, because of the way they make you feel, I think that's something a lot of people don't quite think about or take as seriously. So, you know, the examples I gave are stuff that are very much uh, personal things uh, to me, something that are very true. And they honestly affect, like those type of environments do affect me in, in a lot of uh, ways, right? And uh, quite deeply sometimes. So... I don't know if you have anything like that, I guess, anything that really affects you in terms of, yeah, I just don't want to be in that type of environment mm. or like, yeah, being in that type of environment is awesome. And that's definitely something I just look like actively look to have in my life. I think the closest thing I have to that doesn't have to do so much with my environment, but I don't know what that was, but, um, anytime that I have to deal with anything, finances related i don't know why i just hate it so much dude i hate it with mm. a burning passion bro anytime i have to do anything with like my bank or anything like that it's just like i i have an irrational hatred for it it's the worst that i don't know why i can't explain it but if i'm yeah. doing something like paperwork related it's just doesn't matter where i am it's just sickening to me mm. but uh yeah but environment wise um I mean, it, for me, it really just depends on what I'm doing, right? Because, you know, the environment that I want for studying is so different than the environment that I want for, you know, physical activities or anything else. It really depends a lot. Um, I will say, I mean, I think going through places with a lot of litter and mm. just kind of like run down places, I guess. Yeah. Does raise a little bit of a psychological toll on me a little bit. Okay. Um Yeah, it's probably not it's not a healthy thing for me to have that thing. I I, I don't know, it's weird because like on the one hand, I mean, come on, obviously. It's you know, it's litter everywhere, it's a little bit run down, it's graffiti and shit, it's kinda like, ew. It's like, come on, of course I'm gonna have a natural aversion to it. But at the same time, I don't know why I feel bad about it. You know, it's like, I don't know. Part of me feels like I shouldn't have such a strong feeling towards it like that. Mm. But I do have strong feelings towards the butter chicken they just robbed. I'll be right back. Interesting. Okay. Uh, what about you, Raymond? Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm able to... Though, like, if I'm in an uncomfortable environment... I'm able to kind of like keep myself occupied or like at least like comfort myself enough where it doesn't affect me too much. Okay. But like sometimes it does like psychologically, like hospitals, I, I get you. I mm -hmm. hate it. It's so depressing in it there. Is. Nursing homes, all those things. Yeah. Anything that has to do with illness, sickness, anything. Suffering. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't. It's too much. Um, so that I definitely can't, um, 
Graveyards. Oh yeah. Graveyards. Huh. Can't do graveyards. It's like it's it's not that like I'm scared. It's like uh-huh. unnerving a little bit. Okay. Like I I don't know. Like yeah, I've given a lot of thought when it comes to like dying and stuff. So it's not that. Yeah. It's just. I don't know. Something about it just seems like disrespectful to me. Like if okay. I'm near it or like if I'm hanging out around a graveyard, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of it for like places I don't really enjoy. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, oh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna kind of like go into like how they impact me though, honestly. Oh, okay. Like yeah, when I'm uncomfortable or like when I'm a little bit uneased or unnerved, um, in the within the environment I'm in, I uh-huh. tend to make rash decisions a lot. Um, it's mm. not that like I don't think about it. It's I think about it, but I don't give it enough thought or like huh. enough time. So like I'm more quick like i'm more quick on my toes okay like if yeah so like a lot of decisions i make might like tend to bite me back like not bad but like i might just be like oh like i want like you know i'm deciding whether let's say i'm i'm sketchy part of downtown hamilton right and i'm at like a random uh say tim horns um (laughs) yo let me smell it let me smell it yeah, yeah, bro. Come on. Yeah, yeah. 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 Send day over. Send day over, bro. Mm. Can you transfer the smell files, please? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> ASMR that smell, bro. Mm. But uh, dude, yeah, no, like. Non right here. Oh, dude, yeah. why you gotta? Why you gotta make dude, me hungry too, man? Bread, bro. I might order some food, man. You Fuck. keep this up. I might have to order some food in a bit. <laughs> no. Now I'm feeling any food, man. I mean, all honesty, what has it been for me has been like what six, six hours, seven hours since I had my last meal. So, I, I honestly, um, after this, I might I might order some food. For me, it was mm. nearly twenty hours. Well, you are also just insane. Honestly, I don't know yeah. what you're doing with your body. Bro. Why would not you eating do that? for that long? Intermittent fasting, bro. Anything, <laughs> I do. I got sleep okay. deprived. There's a lot of things. I'm I'm worried, man. I'm worried about your health, bro. I've to sleep. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah, that's I'm lit. actually sleeping enough now. Oh, so spicy. Oh god, I forgot I'm Caucasian. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, are you really Caucasian though? What else would I be? I don't know, man. Maybe Apparently, Latino. Yeah, maybe Latino. No, Latinos count as... Um, they count as Caucasian? Not all of them. Oh, not well. all of them. Okay, well, I'm not... I'm Hispanic. Okay. So, by extension, I'm Caucasian. Yeah, but even not even everyone in Spain no. would consider us Caucasian, you know? Really? Yeah. We're not native Spaniards? I feel like any of the Latin kind of countries, if they're just like the Mediterranean, like if they're just like a, a bit darker, mm. I feel like I don't know if they're Caucasian. Some of them. Well, what else are they? Uh, well, some of them have like uh, North African bloodline, you know. Apparently, some, even people right? in Egypt can be considered Caucasian. 
Well, I mean, if you know who I consider to be Caucasian, who people from the Caucasus Mountains, everyone else, screw that, bro. You're just white. Okay, if you're not from the Caucasus Mountains, you're not Caucasian to me. That's my definition here. How about that? <laughs> if you're not straight out of Georgia, the country, if you're not from like uh, like the Khabib areas, you know, Dagestan, Dagestan, Chechnya, you know that that whole kind of line going down there. Like if you're not from there, you're not Caucasian, bro. I'm sorry, not nah, not by me. All right, I'm just gonna call you white. Not according to George. Yeah, not according to me, bro. <laughs> yeah, I gotta respect. You know, one of my favorite play, Caucasian chalk circle, incredible play. Setting I, uh, mod, well, nowadays it would be modern day Georgia, but it's in yeah. the Caucasus Mountains. But have you ever read A Doll's House? Uh, oh, or watched The Doll's maybe House? Maybe a little bit, actually. I can't quite remember though. Um, Sounds familiar. Yeah. But, you know, kind of related to this, mm. when we're talking about environments, I would say some places I really like, this is something that I've touched on in other episodes, is some specific cities, right? Some specific areas in certain cities. So I would say, um, as I was talking about, I don't know, towards the, sometime during the summer, I rewatched Midnight in Paris, right? And that movie... Uh, in many ways, this, the main character is really the, the city itself, right? And what they're able to capture there with the vibe of certain locations and just certain kind of uh, specific areas in the city, specific kind of uh, types of area, like cafes or restaurants or like a public square or something like that. Some of those places, like the way they make me feel like, once again, you know, irrational as a... Uh, as, uh, Lorenzo was talking about his thing with uh, paperwork and finance stuff, right? Like, there's no reason why it makes me feel that. Well, crazy, I don't even think right? it's irrational. I don't know. I mean, my paper, my hatred for paperwork, it's weird because like I have to do it. It's really not that much work. Mm. It's just, I don't know. I just feel so constrained by the realities of modern life whenever mm. I'm doing paperwork for financial institutions. But I think like... Uh, the environment that you're in, it just, if you think about it from a natural perspective, like it, obviously it's going to impact the organism immensely, right? Mm-hmm. But I can see what you mean. Yeah, no, it's just uh, like the environment I really like essentially what it does for me. Just like I can just be there and everything is nice. I don't yeah. have to do anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter what else is happening in my life. Like, you know, everything else is happening, whatever. And if I'm doing nothing there, that's cool. If I'm just literally just there chilling, then everything is just nice. And and that's something that I just don't completely understand. But yeah. I do know that about myself and how I feel. Mm. And that's one of the reasons, once again, that I look uh, very actively to put myself in a situation where I can be in those type of environments I really like uh, consistently. Right in my free time, I'm able to be in those environments. And um, you know, beaches, uh, other uh, other one of those type of places. I love it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say yeah. something about the oceans. I, I believe we probably talked about this at least once on here, um, or at least I had this conversation with Daniel, who has been on the show for sure, right? So just something about even, even just looking at the ocean, just how big it is, and, you know, everything just kind of becomes at ease a bit, right? It's There's really some peace, yeah, mm-hmm. some calm and peace yeah. uh, that really comes with that. And then I, I like uh, I like the way this actual you know fine sand feels. So the combination of those two together, and then you add in a little bit of a you know breeze happening, ooh, and a little bit of sunshine. Just like what is this? What is this man? Yeah, you know this is this is this is nice. <laughs> you know I, what else? What else would I rather do? Where else would I rather be? I just be here doing nothing, man. This is this is all this is all it takes. That's Darn all man. it takes, baby. Josh is a little excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when have a settings, man. When I'm in similar environments, like I think, I think it, during the summer, where was? Oh yeah, when I was camping. Mm. Um, you know, you're camping, you're just laying out in the sun, and you know, you got your eyes closed. And I, I don't know why, but I find it very comforting to visualize myself as like a lizard under a heat lamp. Oh my God, you need to stop wearing this reference. You know, I what? was with this guy really? and, uh, in, um, in the great, one of the best dessert places I've ever been to, but the great waffle place in Vancouver, they have a couple locations. Nero? The, the place is called Nero, right? And we're in their bigger location. We're sitting outside in like, uh, December, oh. right? And the outside is, you know, it's a little chilly, but they have like things that kind of close it off. And at the top, they have these heat lamps. Then, then Lorenzo keeps saying about how he would like to have that in his room. And one of the reasons because <laughs> it makes him feel like this lizard. I forgot about that. I totally forgot yeah. about that too. Yeah, I'm like, why even referencing that? I know, but like this type of uh, imagery keeps coming back. I I don't understand what this kind of deep desire it is for you to be a lizard under a heat lamp. Is. But <laughs> apparently, it's something very uh, present in your life. Something that you obviously uh, just actually good. really want. So. It's good to know that about yourself, though. Yeah. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. Oh, no. This is butter. I got to do my lactate pills. Hold on, baby. No. Oh, oh. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, man. Decisions, man. You got to be prepared for these type of things. If you know that your body can't handle, you got to prepare yourself beforehand. Can't be be reactive. You got to be proactive. Dude, lactate. Lactose intolerant and spicy food. Oh my this god! This guy's trying to destroy himself, <laughs> man. Uh, oh my god! Literally reminds me of like the most diabolical shit I took today, man. This oh, dude, yeah. he was insane. I sat down and uh-huh. it came out, bro. It was like I was telling Lorenzo this. It was like five, six states of matter, dude. It's fucked. It was not good. <laughs> oh my god! Not oh. feeling it. But it, it felt so good it came out though. Yeah. Like, because like the thing is like, it was like stirring up for two days. Oh. Yeah, I just, two days ago, I started hearing my stomach like gurgling and like yeah. grumbling and it would not stop. It was <laughs> doing this for two days straight. That's rough. Finally, it stopped. Yeah. At what cost though? At what cost? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. You know, that doesn't really happen to me. I, I just shed a lot. 
Like a lot. Like what? Yeah. Like, okay. Dude, I don't know, man. It's probably not good, but I it's no. But like, how like many that. times a day, though? Multiple times, man. Multiple times. Always multiple times. Yeah, I would say I would say like three is uh is reasonable on average. Three, four, or two, three. Or I would say three. Two. Let's say three on average. I would okay. say three on average is uh is is reasonable. That's yeah. For I mean, me, no, that's good. It's always been like that. I don't know if it's good, bro. No, it's it's good to shit like that. Because like a lot of people, they they can only either shit once, mm. like once a day, or like once every two days, which that's means rough. something's yeah, something's wrong. Yeah, but I don't I, know if, if if it's good to be as frequent as me though. That seems maybe a little excessive, but it's always been know. like that. My body just kind of works like that. No, that that's good though. It means like your digestive tract is healthy. You're able to digest quickly. Cause, oh like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do digest very quickly. Exactly. Yeah. Like I used to have like, uh, I don't know. I would have stages. Like mm. usually, like usually for like like a few months, I would shit like multiple times a day. Literally, like every like few hours. Mm-hmm. Which is definitely not healthy yeah, when I think about like it. That's like diarrhea level, bro, for sure. Yeah, but like it's always like hard. I don't understand. But maybe it's just because like I don't poop out all of it. I only poop out like a little bit bro. at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not very convenient. Um, but then some other times I just do it like once, once a day. Okay. And then like there's like phases where I just shit like once. Mm-hmm. two days it's not good yeah. i mean you know related to this and our topic is the fact that like having a nice place to shit is it like the environment <laughs> for shitting is actually so important right like that's why so many people keep the best spots on campus to themselves right nice. like, yeah i can't let people know about Bro. this uh, you know it's true though like come on mm. it, it just makes it so much nicer because like it's already like a weird kind of experience and there's some kind of like vulnerability attached to it too and like especially when you're in public it's just like a whole mm-hmm. thing that's like so if you have like a nice yeah. spot where it feels comfortable and chill and clean and spacious especially for mm. me that's a huge one i always appreciate a little bit extra space oh like, my it, god it just, it just makes it so much nicer like it's it a whole is, different yeah. feeling big like, difference big difference it also like helps you shit nicer too like you you don't like like yeah you like know, that is like, true yeah you know what that's you know where that's even more important at the urinals you guys ever get stage fright at the urinals what no 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 you no. never had that you no. need to no. pee you go there but like the vitamin is a little too short so you're just standing there awkwardly but you, you, just, you won't it won't come out nah never like, had maybe that. maybe like uh, like not like a long period of time i'd say like a few seconds no, i've had I'm times like, where i've had to give up I've had times where I had to Bruh. give up. No. <laughs> I did not know that, man. That, yeah. That's rough. Yeah, Damn. it happens very rarely. It depends a lot on, again, like I said, the environment and the mm. population. So um, what if you were at like a club or a bar? No, uh, if I'm at a club or a bar, I'm fucked up. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's true. I yeah. see, yeah. Like, as yeah. long as I can leave that washroom without piss all over my hands, I'm happy, you know? There yeah. you go. That's the... Okay. Uh, Makes sense. When I'm fucked up at the club, that's the that's the standard for success. Yeah. Uh, but really quick, speaking about bowel movements that you guys were talking about earlier, 
Uh, it's perfectly normal to have multiple bowel movements a day, like George said. But and I think it's normal to have at least one a day. But I've heard it. I, I was looking at the stats for it just earlier this week for whatever reason. <laughs> oh, I think it was because because I it was earlier this week. This was going to be one of the highlights, but it turns out I'm lactose intolerant. I'm pretty sure because I had like Ooh. three slices of pizza and I was just shitting my brains out. It's like that should not happen. That that mm. just should not happen like that. Um, Rough. And so far, ever since I've consumed dairy products with the lactase pills, no issues. So so far, so good. But um, apparently, there's some subset of the population that has only a handful of bowel movements a week. Yeah, those people are rough, man. Crazy, yeah. bro. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, it also depends yeah. how much on like what you eat and whatnot. But yeah. Yeah. All right. But like, yeah, some, yeah. I mean, but maybe for some people, like, it's normal for them. Like, they could be perfectly healthy. I'm not gonna say majority of them, but like, maybe. But that's. I mean, that's rough, man. Cause like, when it when you gotta go, you probably gotta go. There's like, there's no like, oh man, I'll just hold it for now. Yeah, not it's not good. Simmering in there. I'm gonna grab the rice. I just have to make rice. Yeah, Lorenzo's out there putting on some ASMR mouth noises. Am I? Oh yeah. Yeah, you're getting real close right there, and just yeah. Oh god. (laughs) Man, yeah. I don't know. Like speaking about like the toilet thing, man. Mm. God's facts. Like the environment, like. So like I I had to take a dump, I had to take a big dookie at uh on campus. I think last week. Yeah. I um. I spent about like. Thirty minutes trying to find like the perfect one, but then like I realized like hey, I uh you know like my meme page not my meme page the school's meme page has like uh washroom reviews. So oh, like yeah, yeah. yeah. You're talking about this, bro. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it is oh, such man. a nice dookie, man. Oh man. Yeah, even with the too. Yeah. You people with like uh, the Did you mention it on the podcast? Or you didn't just separately. I don't, I don't think you were there for the podcast. This no, was but the I distinctly remember I the meme page. Okay. Ten out of ten. Like it's only you and some other guy who knows who it is or something like that. Oh wait, yeah. no, yeah, you were there. Yeah, oh yeah, no, maybe I did. Bring I did it up on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was I, the last one. Yeah. No, nah, I think it was. But yeah, holy god, Dookie! Even <laughs> even with like, there was another person in the stalls. Uh-huh. I was comfortable enough to let it all out, man. Yeah, because the other guy was comfortable enough, so it makes me like, comfortable. The the philosophy I've had recently when I'm in the washrooms is like. Because really, the main concern is like, am I gonna make noise, right? Mm. Oh come on, that's the big thing, yeah. right? But then, but then recently, my philosophy's been like, okay, if I can't make noise here when I'm doing this, and like, like this is the appropriate place to do this. I don't give a shit how much noise I make anymore. Exactly, exactly. that's exactly what you got. And then ever since that, ever since that, I've just been fucking Howard up in that hole. I am. Boom. You gotta make so you gotta make so much noise. People Boom. are concerned. Hey, mm-hmm. yo, are they okay in there? Say, yo, what's <laughs> happening in there? You know, that's what you gotta be doing. That's gotta be the aim. That's gotta be the mentality. Oh my god, <laughs> bro! My favorite is like when someone makes noise and like you try making it as loud as you can, and they try it. It's like it's like a little <laughs> little back and forth. I don't know about that. 
I don't know if I've ever done that. <laughs> what the fuck? No, but like that's like that's I don't know, man. Something about it is kind of. I think your competitive spirit has been gone a little too far. <laughs> no, I think it's yeah, it's it's pretty fun sport, but yeah. <laughs> uh, There's some good butter chicken. Damn, I regret not ordering this sooner, bro. Oh, yeah, man. Oh. You gotta make me want to grab dinner, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get some fooding of it for sure, yeah. for sure. Uh, any other thoughts on environment? Or should we wrap it up and uh, go I over think, the highlights? I think uh, we're all a little hungry right now. Not me. Not anymore. Yeah, this guy's oh my eating, god! This guy's, no, this this guy's guy, flexing uh, the butter chicken. Faces. What a what a thing to do, bro! What, what a, a guy. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, man, yeah, how good this is after 20 hours of fasting. Yeah, Bro. yeah I don't know why you're doing that, man. Dude, like, benefits of it's only good if you're consistent, though. Like, yeah. What do you mean? Like, your body's not used to it. Like, it's only good oh, if you're consistent. Random for the hours. I don't, th- yeah. I don't think there's anything that shows that's beneficial. Dude, it's just it? like, it's like Arnold, bro. Gotta shut the stomach. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> oh my god, nah, nah. no. You don't nah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Uh, no, you can't shock the stomach, bro. No. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, man. Like, it's pretty bad. I think for the genetic expression or whatever, the, the genes that regulate the timing or whatever. But other than that, it's pretty lit. Gets you in that bro, starvation mode for a little lit, bit. Bro. <laughs> Thought he was going to be like, it was pretty bad. You know, for average people, but I'm filled different, dude. Because like the first, oh. like the first twelve hours or whatever, I, I don't even get hungry. I don't even get hungry because I have like two big no, ass that's meals. True. Mm-hmm. Right. So the first twelve know, hours, like, it doesn't even feel like you're fasting. It's not until you're hungry. It's like Bruce Lee. He doesn't start counting the reps until until they hurt. I don't start counting the fast <laughs> until I'm starving. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, no, I kind of get that. I'll start off with the highlights, I guess. Um, it is related to this. That's why I wanted to start. I, uh, you know, you know how I've been doing. You know, sixteen and eight, more yeah. like seventeen and seven, or even eighteen and six, to be honest. But sixteen and eight, uh, uh, intermittent fasting for like yeah. I don't know, almost half a year. I was saying. Well, since I've gone back at school, that has not been the the, the case oh. consistently. Yeah, so a highlight for me has been having that extra meal sometimes in the morning. It has been so helpful, bro. Really? Like I don't know. I don't know if, if it's like it's an extra cardio session I do in the morning sometimes, or if it's the the reading and stuff I do uh, in the morning. But I'm telling you, man, I just can't make it to lunchtime without the extra meal on some days. I and having that. the extra meal make my experience so much better on those days. So, yes, something definitely changed. I'm I mean, not extra, entirely sure exactly what it is, but I could tell you that, yeah, it just it just get rough sometimes uh, since I've gone back. And getting that, allowing myself to just have that extra meal, some, uh, you know, iced coffee from Tim's with uh, everything bagel toasted with plain oh, cream yeah. cheese. Ooh. Oh, so I've got your butter too, Lorenzo, as you suggested, and the butter oh, is very butter good. Butter is so, really good. So I do change it out time to time, Butter's but busting. I would say normally the cream cheese it just adds a little bit of a a little bit of flavor to it. That's mm. uh, that you know butter like. Why don't I get both? I don't know. 
I, I know. You, you just got to switch between one and the Look, other. What I'm saying is, bro, mm. butter's goaded. There's butter chicken. Never heard of cream cheese chicken, bro. That's all I'm saying, bro. Cream all cheese, I'm saying, no, butter chicken is not the same as normal butter here, bro. <laughs> You're it stretching. Uh, no, like, I don't know. It's also like you wake up at like four, dude. Like that's <laughs> four thirty, baby. Four thirty. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, at that point, like it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot because, like, mm. by by noon, it's already eight hours. I eat at eleven typically for lunch. Mm. Uh, yeah. On on uh, you know. When do you eat dinner? Five. These are like the typical times, but I would say with classes right sometime they end so it might be more like 5 30 some days and then i have on the morning classes i have one of them is at nine the other is at 10 so with the nine it ends at like 12 so i would get food on campus most likely so it'll be like 12 30 or something like that That's and then true. the friday one is weird because i realized now nah, i'm just gonna have a big breakfast before and then I'm going to have a a second meal at like 3 p.m. Which is what I did today, right? Because that's, that's the class I had today. So uh, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Because hmm. I usually don't eat till like 4 or 5. Or sometimes like, I don't know. Because like I eat one meal a day, right? Hmm. Yeah. So like usually for my classes, the earliest I wake up is like, I wake up at like nine or eight thirty, and then mm. I, uh, especially Mondays, I have class until eight. So like I spend twelve hours on campus, and I don't eat until I get home. So like, it's yeah. so like nine p.m. So it's like a twelve-hour mm. fast. Hmm. Well, no. What you're not counting the time you <laughs> no. sleep, bro? Like, <laughs> oh, wait. it doesn't count. Sigma male grand said, if you're asleep, you can't eat, so it doesn't count. <laughs> uh, dude, sleeping doesn't count. If you're not starving, it also doesn't count. So it's only a two-hour fast, bro. <laughs> uh, we have standards here. None of that not eating counts as fasting, bro. No, because I was Different thinking, rules. I was like 20, 20, 23, 22 hours. That's, that's a little... That seems like a lot of hours. But yeah, no. How many hours do you sleep? Bro? I mean, if you're eating one meal a day, Raymond, that's a long fast. Yeah, you know, that's, I, I, that's true. You are. You are literally you're doing, doing. You're doing what, what I'm doing, bro. Yeah, yeah. But you're doing it consistently. So well, it's yeah, not necessarily it actually works. bad. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta shut the muscle. Gotta shut the intestines. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, that's not even true, is it? I'm pretty sure. It, it, only the muscles, not, oh, like not your stomach. Muscle? Yeah. I know, I mean, even the muscle thing. I don't think no, it's, it's true. It, it's no, it not is like, true. I think, I think it's less about shocking the muscle. And it's more that we now have more data to su support the idea that there's a lot of different stimulus that can help it grow. So once you've kind of like so, like, for example, like, the hypertrophy you're going to get if you're doing, like, seven or eight reps is different from the hypertrophy you're going to get if you're doing, like, 20 or 25 reps, right? Yeah. 
because you can have like there, like I think if you bias it towards like the higher reps, you get more growth of the sarcoplasm. You still get growth, I think, of the um, what are they called? Uh, I forget. I forget a lot of the terms. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I forget what it is. Never myofibrils? been not familiar with a lot of the terms yeah. in the first place. Yeah, myofibrils. Yeah. So like, if you if you do like low low reps, you get the sarcoplasm also grows, but you get a lot of the sarcoplasm gets packed with myofibrils. And if you do like higher reps, it's more like the sarcoplasm. What is that? Is that is that for me? I think that's nah. George. What's going on? I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. It does seem like it's from the parking lot, though. <laughs> Ew! Next to you, you just hear gunshots. Oh, bro, bro. Um, oh, be rough. Hey, listen, the hospital is like right. I can see it from my building. Oh, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> You know, if if it's gonna be anywhere, this is a you know better chance to play for a shot. I'm just <laughs> just in a hospital room <laughs> by the doctor themselves. Hey, hey that's, that's you up after. That's what uh, that's what uh, House MD like the show. That's what they're saying. Like, hey, you know, yeah, okay, that's maybe not the best thing to do, but we're trying to diagnose this guy, and this is literally the safest place to do it. We are excellently trained doctors, well funded, and the hospital with like all these equipments, right? Like, yeah, okay, you know, we don't know what's wrong with him, so maybe just do this and see how he reacts. <laughs> if something does happen, we're here. Literally, the, the safest place it could happen. Like, Man, okay, I guess that, it's that show true, is so good, time, but. <laughs> it shows so good, but it's like the for whatever reason, there's no show that breaks the suspension of disbelief more for me than House MD. Oh yeah, it's like, like now, yeah, okay. <laughs> like you would lose so fast. But the thing is, the fact that it does that and it is still so good makes it even better. Exactly. Right? Like only like, House can get away crazy. with that. Yeah. Both. Oh man. Both like in universe and just the show in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the other thing I wanted to say, just kind of uh, on that before you guys get into your highlights, you know, is that like, bro, like, I don't know how you could just get up and go to school or go to work like that. You know, I, I, I can't live like that, man. It, it just, that's a terrible feeling for me. I want to feel like I've already lived my life. I've already done things in my day, you know, before, before like school or work. Mm. Like that's yeah. uh, that's a huge thing for me. See, right I get that feeling from so. transiting to work. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna press uh, what X to doubt. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, bro. Do you know how to uh, how to talk to people in real life? You just go close to them and press X. <laughs> <laughs> At a funeral, yo, where's the F button? How do I pay respects? <laughs> uh, All right, anyways, guys, your highlights, please. Uh, highlights. Got my hands on some lactase pills. Mm-hmm. So that's been blessed. 
I always thought I just had a terrible, like every time I try to bulk, I'd always end up eating a, a lot of dairy products just because, you know, oh, big milkshake, a lot of calories, let's go. And it always just <laughs> shit my brains out on me like, oh man, this bulking thing's not for me, man. I don't yeah, know. Every every time I try to bulk, then the same weight of like 120s. Yeah, like, dude, because like, every time <laughs> my so digestive like, system would long. throw such a hissy fit, bro. Like I just, I feel so bloated and it was just making me feel so bad. I just couldn't force myself to keep eating i couldn't do it so is this a key to a successful bulk that you'll actually do something you've been saying for the longest time is this the key it might be it might be your plus intermittent fasting bro a random intervals the random intervals part has nothing to do with it but that's just because i'm too lazy to schedule it (laughs) you you also gotta start like slow i feel like a lot of people like when they start bulking they just they go from like 2,000 calories to 4,000 the next day. It's not good. And also, it's not necessary. You don't have yeah, to yeah. have that much of a surplus to like That's start. True. Like, And also, like once you do start, like at some point, your body's got to kind of get used to it. So you kind of got to increase again. And if you're starting off with that big of a jump and already consuming that much calories, then it's going to be even worse for you Like once you start getting to the points, like harder to gain yeah, weight I'm again. Yeah, trying to get that Michelin yeah. man physique, you know? I don't know, like, when I bulked, realistic. like, I guess, like, my body's different. Like, I, I take in a lot more than, mm. like, what I put out. So, like, for Lorenzo, like, even, like, with three, 4,000 calories, like, I, I can make do. But, like, when I bulked, I went, like, 6,000. And Bruh. then, like, I would have, like, cheat three, meals 4, of 10,000 calories. calories. Bulk, that's crazy. Yeah, that's insane, bro. That's a lot of calories. You were having like more than one meal a day though, right? Because I don't know how you're getting that much in one meal. This dude's just chugging olive oil, bro. (laughs) No, like two meals. Because like I would have two meals within a meal, basically. That's how much I would eat. (laughs) So I would have four. Like for two people, yeah. So like. I thought you were about to pull like the whole. I had two meals, but in one meal. Okay. Here's. No, no, here's. Here's a. Well, literally, yeah. Like, I would get like, uh, like a whole like, almost like a family combo, at like KFC or something, and like I would eat that the whole thing. This guy, like, holy fuck! Oh, bro, you know, you know, I did uh, when I was bulking a couple years ago. I would go to Wendy's. I would get like the Dave's triple combo, oh, and fuck. I would get like the five uh, piece nuggets. Then mm-hmm. I'll get like a large. Um, Frosty? what are their thing yeah frosty oh my god oh. yeah and, and that's like what like three three thousand calories probably you know like one setting that that should have upped your insurance premiums bro your life insurance premiums should have gone up from that bro <laughs> like <laughs> goddamn I, I, I couldn't tell them bro i couldn't tell them that's i was gonna let them know about that but dude i put on like what 17 and a half pounds in like 13 weeks i think yeah. wow that's really good yeah that's good yeah, yeah. And then like, I was like, bro, I, I, I don't like this, man. When I was playing mm-hmm. basketball, I'm like, man, I don't like the way I'm moving. I, I don't like mm-hmm. the way, like, how I feel with uh, how my knees feel. Like, they're just more like, I don't know. Like, well, the thing is, like, you got to do, like, strength training as you bulk too, right? I mm-hmm. think that's the most efficient way. And mm-hmm. then, like. And you got to give the connective tissue a lot of There's got to be, like, a cutting. Because the connective tissue yeah. just won't grow as fast. 
and like you you also there's always like a cutting phase later on where you just feel great afterwards and so light and everything mm-hmm. but i uh, yeah it, it gotta gotta recommend strength training when you're bulking it's to play I guess yeah. from my experience, I definitely realized that I feel at my best in all areas of my life when I'm more like around, I would say just a little bit under 170. Mm. So which is what I was at, at like the beginning of summer. But then I realized I kind of wanted to, uh, you know, cut down a little bit in terms of body fat percentage and stuff. Mm-hmm. And with that, like now I'm more like 165, 164. And I am okay. definitely more lean, so gonna gonna try to put on some uh, weight slowly while maintaining, you know, about the same kind of body fat percentage. And yeah. that's not the easiest thing to do, but over time, over a long period of time, hopefully, you know. Hopefully. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go for drink my butter chicken. Hey, bro, you gotta go with your highlights, and we're done. Oh, I, I just went with the highlights. Oh, oh yeah. wait, who is it then? I think, yeah, it's I think Rain. 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 Oh, yeah. this guy commenting yeah. on everything but not giving us the highlights. <laughs> Come on, why is it, bro? <laughs> uh, my highlight probably, I don't know, staying ahead of schedule. Like That's I said, awesome. I've never felt this way before um i think after three or four years of procrastinating my adhd um finally got around the pills definitely work Mm -hmm. really well and the setting the environment the setting was never like yeah no actually the setting did help a lot but Mm -hmm. i feel like it's like a combination right yeah adhd pills not gonna help me like get in the mindset of it It'll just help me focus, but yeah, it's definitely a combination. Yo, honestly, though, so I've yeah, kind of same because this is like the first semester since I've like realized that like okay, I try doing shit online at home, but I just mm-hmm. don't have the discipline for it at this moment. So mm-hmm. like, I, it helps a lot to get out there and be in the thing because we, we were talking about it earlier. It's like the environment, you know, you're just in that setting. You're there to do work. Mm-hmm. That's what you're gonna do. I mean, yeah. it's 50 year guys, work, you know, yeah. 50 year university at this point, you kind of figure uh, out some <laughs> stuff about yourself. Third. We'll say third. Your fifth year of doing you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's probably a really good highlight because yeah. like even like all throughout my academic life in general, I've never like stayed on top of things. I've never mm. been early. That's the thing. I've always been like right before. So like okay. yeah. literally like like a one month assignment or like yeah. a project I would do in like two days or like a night basically. It's not good. But like now I've I've come to terms with like what I need to improve on. Mm-hmm. Kinda like know like okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to work in like certain environments. I just gotta yeah. accept that. Um and just yeah. So really good. feels great, like, not having to worry about things. Mm-hmm. But I'm so worried about things, like, usually, like, stress out about, like, <laughs> oh, man, like, this is coming up. Like, I haven't started. That I keep checking, even though oh. there's nothing for me to do. Yeah. But I keep checking every single day in case. But it's mm-hmm. good that I check. But, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so that's that's my awesome, man. That's a, that's a great way to finish it. Very much a high note, and yeah, just like that. That's、uh, that's gonna be it from us. And thank you for listening. Thank you.